she's feeling alive. <laughs> oh, Zeus. I love a palindrome, episode 505. How I are you, too. Sarah? I'm doing real well. I'm coming at you, <laughs> not live, but sort of live, from the makeshift studio in my new apartment. Yay! <laughs> or I should say townhouse, because that's like what it is. So I have to call it yes. what it is. Fancy. Wow. It's fancy. It's like, it's like not a number. Like when they're like, oh, what is your apartment number? No number, just regs, just yeah. street number. Just I love regs. that. It makes it feel like, like, like a regular wow, house or something. you have a big girl address. Like a big girl address. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So I mean, this is good. everyone that listens has been on this journey with you of this oh, housing thank you problem. For coming on this roller coaster, yes. Woo. So now things are looking up. You're not out of yes. the woods. You still got to get everything situated, but boy, yes, what a relief! Still, yes. I was. I was just telling Susie. I am currently sitting on a pillow as a chair. And this stuff is my my studio is set up on the floor because everything is in the storage pod that's outside of my house right now. And the movers are scheduled to come tomorrow morning, but we are in that in in that weird limbo phase um, where I learned. And I'll just tell you guys because like you guys know everything <laughs> anyway. Like uh, last night, so like I get done with my session super late. And I'm like staying up in Cambria, and and you know I got to come back to make it here for the the. Uh, to make it here to to direct the storage pod to tell them where they're going to go. And mm-hmm. so Cambridge is three hours away from where I live now. And so three hours away, I'm thinking, my sessions are done at nine. Do I go at night or do I go in the morning? I, they're going to get there at like 7 a.m. So we're talking a 4 a.m. leave. Mm-mm. No, no, I would right? not have done no. that. No, you don't do that. Mm-mm. So, and then I'm making like all these last minute decisions because I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? So, you know, I, a part of me was like, should I just stop off on the drive home and I should, maybe I should buy an air mattress. And then I'm like, oh Sarah, God. you shouldn't do that. You own right. two air mattresses. They're yours. in the storage container, uh, container that's right there. I'm like, oh, you can't do that. That seems like a waste. And then what are you going to do afterwards? Like how many, like what, it's just, you know, you know what you can do? You can do what you did when you moved into your new apartment, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> You could just like get some blankets from the Cambria house and some pillows, which this I did. Is not and good. then you can like put a pile of, then like just make a pile of clothes on the floor or something and sleep on that. Sarah. Oh, buddy, was that a bad idea? I just cannot even believe that you thought so dumb. that was tolerable. S- Susie, at 2 35 in the morning, yeah. I laughed out loud. <laughs> I laughed out loud to me. I, you know what I did? I didn't just laugh out loud. I, I got up and I got the bottle of wine that I had because I'm like, I can't even, this is like yeah. silly. Yeah, like right. I, I got, and then I looked around and I was like, you don't have a cup. A cup. <laughs> a cup. And oh, I God. did not drink the wine out of the bottle, which is what most people would have I done. But I just like... I, I, I was just like, ugh, I give up, whatever. I, that's not even wow. worth it. And so I just like went back to bed and, and, uh, or tried to sleep. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I finally got to bed at probably like 3 a.m. And then they called me at like 6 to, you know, get this whole pod thing all situated and, and moved in and everything. <laughs> so I uh, uh, will definitely not be doing that tonight and am leaving immediately after recording this 
Yeah. To go get a hotel room. Yeah, you need temporary And I am treating housing. myself to a nice hotel room, I decided, yeah. that has a spa, and I will be getting a massage now because in my dumbass attempt to try to save money, <laughs> no. I have now cost yeah. myself more because now I have to pay for the massage <laughs> to fix the back problem I have from sleeping. Oh, Lord. I would suggest the Theragun, but I believe that's probably in your pod. Fuck. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, oh no. This, you know what? This is the storm before, before the calm. That's all. That's yeah. all it is. Then I'll get to really, you know, they, they say rough seas or uh, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. So I'll be like ready for freaking But don't you always season. feel like, you know what? I am tired of learning goddamn lessons. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> the most tired. Yeah. The most tired. And, and I will say, and you got all of you listeners, shout out to all of you. Because you guys were <laughs> so, all of, you. all of them, every single one, you guys were so, well, at least the ones who like reached out and said nice things and the ones who thought it, if you thought it in your head, you're, you're shout out to you. Yeah. You're included. Um, you guys were so sweet after episode 501 and were so kind. And so many of you shared that you are going through similar things or that like, you know, the things that I said in that episode, like helped of like, yeah, I'm sick of the lessons. We're done with that. Like, I can't tell you how many other people wrote me and were like, same, 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 yeah. same, same. Just stop. Just stop with the, we just like want to. So maybe we should all just change our expectations to just like be smacked in the face with life lessons on the rigs. Yeah. I mean, I know Ugh. you're not alone. I've been hearing it from so many people. They're in the yeah. same boat. It fucking sucks. And things are going to get better. Yeah. They are. <laughs> no problem. They are. Seriously. I mean, yeah, at least my sleeping it. arrangement th- this evening will get better. Exactly. And so please let's, stop let's... doing that thing where you're like, you know what? This is enough. This is fine. I'll just sleep on a pile of laundry. Yeah. What was I thinking? Like, no, because I, di- I, I did that. I can remember doing that. Yeah, but when I moved in, and there was like a little bit of excitement to it. And like I said, this, I remember like telling the, the story of like that night, like, you know, almost like romantically, like, and that was after a breakup, you know, oh, Landon man. had just broken up with me. And I was like, I'm, you know, I had gotten a new apartment. And then, well, what, I, what happened? I, I got. <laughs> Yeah, I. You know what? I I said I didn't. We lived together, and I was like, "This isn't working for me. I'm gonna need my oh, own space that again." Break but up. We, okay. But we didn't break. But we weren't broken up. We were like, and then in the process of moving out, and I was all excited about moving into my new place. He was like, well, "I don't like this," and yeah. then he <laughs> broke up with me, and then I was crushed after that because I was like, "What?" And which is, I shouldn't have been because Sarah, you were like halfway out the door anyway, literally. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I, I, I can like romanticize that night. And I, I remember I was like heartbroken and I went to a coffee shop and I downloaded the movie Dirty Dancing on my computer because oh, I had never Lord. seen it before. And so the first time I, and I'm like bawling, <laughs> nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh like, God. you know, and like two, and they're like candles. Because at that time, I, at that time, I didn't have electricity turned on. This time, at least I was smart. Okay, I got all my utilities Sarah, set that up. that was like... 10 years ago and you're not Mo- that's more. a totally different moment in one's totally like tolerance and different body what was i thinking 
You're so right. But, well, you know Over what? Over 35, this forget is it. Your chronic problem. Remember when we were optimistic? You oh my God. believe it's going to be just great. <laughs> No oh, worries. speaking of which, I heard this hilarious thing. So uh, 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 there happens to be, which is kind of funny um, and st- crazy, uh, a blind dart league team, like team that plays darts, like professionally. And, they, and they're visually impaired? And they oh, are, no? they're visually impaired. Okay. And you know what their team name is? <laughs> what? The Optimists. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It is funny. Yes. I heard that on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I See, thought that was real clever. I like that. Yeah. So that, when you were saying that, I was like, hey, that reminds me of uh, my favorite dart team. You need a little bit of cynicism. Yeah. In for your... sure. You need a oh, little yeah. bit of Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go. I need, I need that. I just have WWSD. What would Susie do? <laughs> well, because for real, like, you need it internet. doesn't work because it's Sarah. You need yeah. a bed. Like, yeah. come on. It's like I have these things. They are just right, like yes. it, one, they're in this pod. And then I decided I'm not moving any of that. Like somebody is moving. I am hiring people to move this. Like pe- I am not. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, God. I can, I can remember when I got divorced and I was like, I got to get out of this house. When, you know, anybody who's like cohabitated with anybody that they're no longer in a relationship with. Oh, Oh, I can't even imagine. That is the worst. Yeah. The time that you have to live together until you can go your separate ways. The, I just like don't wish that on Yeah, no, that's not natural. And I just remember being like, I need my own place right now. And once I had the keys to that new apartment, I wanted to get out of there as fast as I could. So I had movers to move everything else. But I took my mattress and it's a... a, a the Tempur-Pedic one. Yeah. And so you can like fold it in half. Yes. It is a king, California king size mattress by myself. <laughs> I had so much rage and, and like willpower to not be in that space anymore. Uh, I moved that entire king size, California king size mattress down two flights of stairs Jesus. into the, and folded it like a burrito and shoved it into the trunk of my Jeep. I kid you not. Where is it now, though? Now it's folded in half in the pod. Oh, I see. Oh, man. This was when I got divorced. Oh, this was oh, like oh, oh. before. I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, oh, yeah. put the, it on the list these of trials the breakups. And tribulations. Girl, My word. It's just never pretty. There's no breakup that is. No, that's true. At least not for me. No, I always, yeah, I always tell Sarah about when I ended up in my mom's basement after I got divorced and you really do have those moments where you're like questioning your entire life. (laughs) Everything. You're like, oh my God. What have I done? What have I, I, I'll, you know, I'll just put, yeah, I'll put, I'll put that, send that to the brain candy uh, uh, Instagram feed uh, of the the makeshift bed. That you could even see Bo's expression in the photo. She's like, what are we, what, what is this? Yeah. What are we doing here? You've made mistakes, mother. Yeah. <laughs> he had, she had regrets <laughs> for you. She did. Oh God. That's so funny. Uh, All right. Well, but how are you? I'm fine. But in this time of like recovery that you're in and sort of like getting yourself together, I have the perfect like self-care skincare situation for you oh 
I hope you received sounds, it in the even mail. Just the sound of that. You've been away, great. so I don't know if you got it, but I sent you products from OC, which are these incredible, like skin. It's like skin magic. They, I love everything you're saying, and I'm feeling like goosebumpy tingly is like already thinking about how good this is going to feel. Well, I've become, I, I never cared about this stuff until I got older, and then it became more important and necessary and mm. noticeable. And now I'm like a skincare junkie, and there is this OC algae body oil that you have to include Ooh, in your routine. Oh, oh. You won't even have to go to the spa at the hotel. It oh, that's nice. It is so nice. It's luxurious and rich. It's not greasy or sticky or weird. It just makes you feel like heaven. It's like you had a spa experience. And mm. I love that it's vegan and cruelty-free and it's responsibly sourced. So it's like all these fancy uh, things, but it's affordable and you guys will love it. You have to try it. It moisturizes and replenishes your dry skin. And they have tons of products. You should check out the whole line. You can try OC risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send free samples with every order. And you get 10% off your first order with our promo code BRAINCANDY at OCMalibu.com. That's 10% off with code BRAINCANDY at OCMalibu. That's O-C-E-A, like the C, Malibu, M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You will love this stuff. Ooh. It's awesome. Yeah. And anything from the sea, you know, I'm well, all into that. Yes. Like, give me like the... the Somebody the, wrote to us and said the one of their favorite memories of the show was when, <laughs> when I asked you if you really thought you were... Uh, or there were mermaids. <laughs> and you admitted that you kind of do. <laughs> and I had forgotten all about it, but I was like, do you think it's possible that maybe there are mermaids? And you were like... Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. Do you still feel that way? You want to believe. I do. I mean, I don't think there are in like the sense that we, that like in the way that we think of them. Mm-hmm. Like, but <laughs> I, there's just a lot we don't know about. That is so true though about the ocean. Like there's so much of that freaking ocean we do not see. Yes, I agree. Come on. No, I agree. It's kind of like aliens. Like there's definitely something out there. We, we and we know those are out there. Yeah. So, but it I is I mean, funny. now that's just like fact. <laughs> and like I feel like we're just going to learn more and more and more about that. There was something else that was like released like this week about a, like more alien shit. Yes. What was that? Yeah. Basically they like were some... like there's definitely aliens. Yes. We need to just, like, accept it and, like, okay, now what? You know, like, let's... I'm just mad what, because, you know... First contact. We're, I want that. We're competitive people, you and I. And it just yes, feels like the fact that they've visited us, but we haven't visited them means they won, like, the space well, race. Duh. Yeah. We're, we're not dumb dums. over here. Super dumb dums. And they probably we're, talk we're, about here's us. A hundred percent. We're, like, laugh a minute. Uh, guaranteed the the butt of the jokes were the hillbillies of the galaxy i was gonna say that oh my god i was going to say that (laughs) i was like uh we're totally totally that that's embarrassing it's super embarrassing (laughs) like like we're like the look at them leaving their christmas lights up all all year long (laughs) right and 
like there we got like cars on like like <laughs> cinder blocks bricks yeah. cinder blocks out and the, <sighs> the grass has definitely not been watered in a million years like doesn't even have grass <laughs> we're the laughing stocks of the milky way <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, okay. Oh, God, that's so funny. Anyway, so I felt like I needed to start off. Well, we're not even starting off at this point, but whatever. This show with an article that was sent to us by Brainiac Christie, who we love. Um, This is definitely one for the lifestyles of the weird and wacky segment. Oh, gosh. Christie never disappoints. Never. I can't wait. Never. And like these stories of people that fall in love with objects, they... Oh, we just love yeah. it. Objectophilia. Objectophilia. Um, okay, let me give you the scoop and then we'll discuss. The scoop is that a woman found love with a German roller coaster named the, <laughs> <laughs> named the Sky Scream. And the Sky Scream. She said that she started being sexually attracted to objects at the age of 12. She has had three human relationships, but... They just made her feel real bad and that objects, Same. they don't judge her like humans. And True. the sky scream um, <laughs> empowers her and makes her feel I, good. I just can't help but think I scream, you scream. <laughs> we, we all, all sky scream, scream for sky scream. <laughs> we all, right. Which I feel like is like somehow like hilariously like her mo- their motto in the bedroom. <laughs> in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which, like, I don't know how that would work. Well, I'm but. glad you asked because ah! um, she, you know, re- she does feel like she wants to have sex with the roller coaster, but like logistically, it's kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. And so she <sighs> has to. Is there a designated area that is the private parts of this? That is something I need to know. Like, is it the motor? Right. Or the I want to know what the penis is. Yes. <laughs> the penis. Maybe what it's a lesbian the... relationship. We don't know. Right. Totally true. How dare I? No. <laughs> How dare I? Wait. So let me pull it together. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she decided to make, um, well, she has like a collage of pictures of it in her house and stuff and like a lot of memorabilia from the park. And that's pretty good, but... She built a oh, model. Make a collage on your wall for a roller coaster and it's okay. Make a collage for on your wall for another human and all of a sudden and you're I'm a stalker. And, uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you think I'm a stalker. <laughs> I did not. I do not do that, by the way. Just let the record show. But that joke had to be said. <laughs> Sarah's like, what's that movie called? Uh, how to make a guy hate you. What the hell is that movie called? How to lose a oh, guy? How to lose t- a guy in ten days? <laughs> how to make a guy hate you? Uh, okay, close enough. So she created a model of the coaster to, you know, oh. you know, simulate just to have one close to her. Yeah. Um, but then she built other roller coaster models, and she considers those their kids. Oh, she she it's kind of uh, you know it's adopted. <laughs> 
My gosh. <laughs> is it though? Well, if she built it, that's true. But did he or she? Well, I mean, this is like basically what happens in a male female relationship. Like, did that's he, a good point. Really? Yeah, what is He's there for 10, 10 seconds. Maybe she took like a piece off the track and like put it on the kids. And all you would need. Be. Yeah. What is he doing? You're what right. Is these it, are biological. He, what did Adam do to make that baby inside of you? <laughs> right. Jury's out, Adam. Okay. <laughs> so I think she, I think that might be hers actually. You're right. Like biologically, I think that roller coaster family <laughs> is pretty legitimate. She's got blood, sweat and tears in it. So. <laughs> okay. So here's what I want to talk about about it. I know I do this to you every time <laughs> or I make you analyze these people. Yeah. And on a certain level, I actually do understand it. She feels that, yeah. you know, hurt by other humans and she probably had some trauma and that this is mm-hmm. more fulfilling for her. But the sticking point for me is that mm-hmm. they often refer to it as love, but it seems centered and focused on the sexual feelings that it creates. Oh, interesting. So for me, it was sort of like, is it love though? Or just like you're really horny for it? I don't know. Oh my gosh, Suze. (laughs) I think that's a very like insightful question. Thank you, Sarah. I really do because that makes you like, it kind of makes you push back on because it makes you define your terms or she has to define what is love and what is lust and what's the difference. Yeah. And, you know, if, because a, a physiological response, yes, we can like call that love, but it's like, it's more like temporary passion. But maybe that's just how the articles frame it. Cause that's more funny to write about it that way. But maybe for her, there actually is a love there or I don't know. Because it sounds like companionship. It sounds like, you know. It seems very fulfilling for these people. Yeah. And so what's, I mean. You're not hurting anybody. hmm. So I don't object to it, but I do feel like it's a shame that she can't find a person. You know what's interesting too is like my, 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 there's a part of me that wants to say, you know, make sure that you, that it would be important for her to have balance with like the rest of her life. Like, so if this is like, if, if she, if this is replacing maybe other human connections and she's like isolating, but then I think about being in a relationship and if you're with somebody and sometimes it can seem like companionship, but you're also being isolated and you're like away from like friends and family and that's not healthy. Yeah. And so like what, or is that just like sometimes I, so it's interesting when you really think about it of like, what is the, I give her credit for, one could say that he can't object he or she, the roller coaster. (laughs) I wonder about consent, but it's just an object. Because, like, what makes it different? Right. Right. Well, thankfully, she doesn't try to have sex with it physically. And if... if, But then also, like, I, my, <laughs> my gut instinct says riding the roller coaster oh. would get you off. Like, well, I be bet the, it would. The, yeah. Would it? I bet it would. If because you're then super... you combine, like, the the those love feelings with the, the arousal um, transfer arousal. Yes. (laughs) 
Like, I feel like that would be... Well, and, it, and isn't it strange that it's often these objects yeah. that are kind of, in a way, dangerous like that? Yeah, like, like there was a car. Remember, there was a yeah. sports car one. The Eiffel Tower. And there was a bow and arrow. There was? A, 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 the bow staff. The Olympic, she was an Olympian. I do not remember that. Oh, my God. Yes. She was an Olympian, and she was an Olympic um, marksman, like, like, you know. yeah. And then she said that she started losing because she they, they she they was like up. having and they they broke up. She was cheating on him with like another bow to a bow. Oh no! I believe you told me this story. <laughs> that well, it's just crazy that she's an Olympian because you think that these people yeah would have enough discipline and stuff to kind of handle life in a more traditional way. Or maybe if it, it's like so much discipline and yeah, because mm-hmm. I could see that being traumatic too. Being an elite athlete, mm-hmm. I give her credit though for trying to be with humans three times. Yeah, and then being like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm g- gonna go for the roller coaster. Yeah, more rewarding. Still the same ups and downs though. <laughs> Well, that's what the article kept doing. Did it really? They write them so funny, and it's—I I feel them, bad, but I don't. They were like, "This one had a lot of ups and downs," and they got it. That's why I'm so mad at the article about the mice that were blind, and they didn't even make a joke about like three blind. Yeah, mice. Yeah, that was a missed like, opportunity. That's what just lazy are you reporting. Doing? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> fail we have needs come on it's like real simple we don't ask for much oh and another need that i have is to chill out with a nice cold beverage this is around the time of year when i start switching from my like you know hibernation period of red wine to Mm -hmm. the refreshing beer scenario Everyone always comments yes. on it when I start drinking beer. I, I, I love when Susie's <laughs> in a beer mood. It's, it's very like October festy. I picture you in like Lederhosen. <laughs> and- For me, it's like a very um, seasonal thing. Like I love it yeah. in the spring and summer. And Coors has a new line called, called Coors Pure. And it's organic and has zero sugar. What? I'm so excited. Uh, Suze, this is great for poolside sipping. It is so great. And it my personal favorite part is that it has 92 calories and the zero sugar thing is so great. Because, you know, even with, you know, wine, there's so much sugar and that can be bad for headaches and stuff like that. I love that this is so light and refreshing and organic. I love it. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I feel like... You know how we always say, like, they put a man on the moon, but they can't do this. Like, uh-huh. now we're starting to they do it. it. <laughs> they did it. Yes. It's refreshingly <laughs> simple beer. It has organic barley, organic hops, and water. I love that more women are drinking beer as well. We just learned about the beer witches. Original brewmasters. Yes. There we go. So Coors Pure is, is the brand. perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find Coors Pure and celebrate responsibly of Coors, Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. I love it. I like that. You're going to love it. I can't I wait like to try it. The pure, but like chill about it. Yeah. They're that's not like, going to be annoying. I feel like that's like us. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I, I always say I get Botox, but I drink and eat organic. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's a balance. 
Okay. Anyway, so the woman fell in love with a roller coaster. Okay, got that. Now, um, how about I'll give you a little history of Chef Boyardee. Oh. Speaking of food and drink, um, Chef Boyardee was a real person. His name was Hector Boyardee. His last name was Boyardee? Yes. But it was spelled... Is that just funny because... Because of Chef Boyardee? Boyardee? Yeah, it is. I love that. So the way it's spelled was B-O-I-A-R-D-I. I would have pronounced it Boyardee. Boyardee, yeah. But... Then when they changed it to oh, be spelled Boyardee. phonetically, we must have changed like the uh, where you stress the accent. Yes. <laughs> but hilarious. His name was Hector Boyardee. And- <laughs> I don't know why. That's so funny. <laughs> that's like how my mom's always like, that's not a name. It that's is a not name. A name. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, and that tickles me. Chef came to America at 16. Chef, that's his first name. <laughs> no, it's Stop. Hector, you good. I know, but that's just real funny. Hector <laughs> came to the United States. We're going to call him Chef. From Italy at the age of 16, and he got a job at the Plaza Hotel um, in New York City. And he, at that time, he was working in the kitchen at their fine dining restaurant. And at that time, French food was the only cuisine that was seen as like fine dining. And nobody mm-hmm. really knew about Italian food at this time. It was like 1910 or so. Whoa. So they like, Chef Boyardee is old. He's old school, man. And he started like working his food into onto the menu, like slowly Mm-hmm. And people went crazy for it. And then they wanted to make it at home. So he started doing like takeout of spaghetti dinners. So he'd give them like a canister of parm and then a thing of pasta and then a like old milk bottle cleaned out and filled with marinara. And he would write down the directions. Here's how you make it. Because nobody knew yet at the time. Wow. Which is crazy. I mean, people must have been going nuts for Right. Because imagine pasta. if you'd never if you've had never it. never had that. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh my right. God. So then he was like, I'll just like go into business. And he got a factory with his wife and his brothers. And they changed the name to be spelled phonetically because people, Amer- white people are just like, what is this name? Ugh. You know, so they yeah. had to spell it like for dum-dums like us. For dum-dums. And then um, basically, you know, he sold the company to whoever and then uh, died a millionaire in 1985. Wow. What a cool guy. I know. I do love that. I mean, I love an American I like knowing, dream story. I love when it's a real person. I know. I wonder if he really looked like the guy on the label. Yeah, I want to know if all of those are real people or not. Because he looked cute on the label. Like, he looked like a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a nice... But, like, uh, any chubby old Italian guy. He either That's looks true. like a nice guy or a mobster. <laughs> true that's all you get and sometimes they look like nice guys too they're so cute they do nice guy i'm just happy for them wise guy i wish the american dream stories were more um common now i feel like that ship has sailed a bit but because freaking big businesses came in and were like "Mm -mm." yeah now things are a lot harder but i am happy for him and his family i wonder if he has there's like a boyardee family hanging out somewhere probably yeah probably 
Introduce them to the Jell-O girls. Oh my god. That book was great. Yeah. About the Jell-O fortune. It's really interesting. Yeah, and they thought there was like a curse. That Mm -hmm. was weird though. That was a whole thing. Anyway, uh, okay. (laughs) Well, speaking of food though, um, apparently the New York Times did this article about how um, a particular town in France, the mayor decided that the school lunches would be meatless. And the motivation really was just about logistics during COVID and like paring down the menu so that there was only one option rather than two. And if you're going to do one, then you probably need to do meatless for people who don't eat meat. But people were so mad. And I just hate it. I can see this being a little bit of a... um, Like a class thing? Kind of like racist undertones. Tell me. Because there is a big uh, population, like a Muslim population... Oh, so there. they're mad. Okay. Uh-huh. I think this is in the same uh, long lines of the ma- banning certain kinds of masks and headwear and things like that. Okay. So like you think. Of like the people who are mad are like, why are we accommodating the people yep. who eat vegetarian food? And I think those people who are getting mad are the ones who are, are, are being White racist. supremacists. Yes. Fuck. That's what my gut tells me. But yeah, why, that makes sense. I the yeah. the article framed it as if it were sort of the classic French snobbery about food and being willing no. to eat whatever if it's delicious. But I think there must be more to it, as you're saying. Has to be. I think that's it because I I mean if if you were at a school in India or Thailand or you know a lot of places with a big Muslim population, they would you would not even have the option of meat. Well, right, and there's plenty of dishes that are or like wonderful. other a cu- other other. It is Muslims that don't eat meat, right? Yeah, there's lots of traditions that oh, don't. A, yeah, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a, and then Sikh they Sikh yeah. the people don't eat, and there's a lot of cultures that do not eat meat. Right. So if the majority thinks we're accommodating the minority, they yes. get all worked up. Yes, I do. That's think what I think is happening. It's definitely political, though, in terms of um, they don't like. The conservative French people don't like any kind of accommodating yeah. for like climate change as well and other things that are on the quote unquote liberal agenda. So it might not mm. just be religion and race. It could be just a general mm. political type of debate. But my mm-hmm. God, I would be happy if right. my kid never ate, ate meat. I would, I, I go back and forth all the time. Right. I go, should I just do this? Well, because it is like, immoral. I, would, I should just be. A vegetarian, like it wouldn't be that hard. I would just have to look like, how much meat am I even really eating? Yeah. Like, it's like in and out and that's it. <laughs> in and out. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you're only yeah. human. I'm only human. I mean, come on. I just think it's ridiculous and I think it's a cool thing. And it just reminded me of our uh, conversation a couple episodes ago about like, what do you think will be antiquated in 20 (gasps) years? Yes. You're so right. I think it's eating meat. I think, I think you're right with that. Because it is an abomination. It just is. is. It does seem crazy. It's so bad for the earth. Uh Uh-huh. And we're only making it worse and it's not going in the right direction. But don't, (sighs) I'm I'm a hypocrite. I do eat meat, but I know that it's evil. Yeah. But you got to start somewhere. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, moving yeah. on. Um, there was this great article in the New Yorker about, I didn't ever, have you ever heard of the, I guess you'd call it social media site called Ravelry. It's for knitters and crocheters. No, I have not, but that's cute. <laughs> I have not either, but they say it's so ubiquitous in that community that it would be like someone getting a computer and you saying, oh, you should check out Google. Like it's just everybody <laughs> yeah. in the community is on there. And it's, I don't know, 9 million, maybe, I, like just tons of people are on there. And they wrote about how it is a reflection of the broader cultural problem with politics now because ever since Trump won and then mm -hmm. they on Ravelry is where the pussy hat was developed, the pattern uh -huh. for the pussy hat for the Women's March. Uh -huh. And so that they and it was founded by two women who are married to each other. And so I think its roots are in this more progressive side of the world. But then as the re-election was about, you know, heating up, then people started posting like Make America Great Again patterns and stuff. Uh-huh. And then the founders had to decide whether to ban Trump stuff because they said it was, you know, white supremacist yeah. inherently. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it just caused this whole stir and then conservatives started Jeez. leaving the... <laughs> The knitting group and knitting. People that's right. That's when knitting. you know it's everywhere and it's bad yeah. when yeah. people are knitting and mad about politics. Knitters who are, and, and for goodness sakes, let's not make that group mad. They're holding weapons. Mm -hmm. Apparently the, the flashpoint was when a build the wall pattern, be, you know, was put up oh, God. because that's, well, yeah. you know racist yeah. basically yes <sighs> but i just was like this is such a great it, article because it yeah. it uses a particular subculture as a lens through mm. which we can see a broader issue and how yeah. this is no longer the agree to disagree thing no it's not i don't know what's wow. gonna happen though uh I feel like the same, sim something similar is happening in, and funny, we were talking about not eating meat, in the vegetarian and vegan forums Tell me. and like groups that I've been hearing that the, that they're, it's kind of like what you say about how it's not really a straight line, it's a circle. Yep. And people end up meeting back again in the middle yeah. on like the two opposite ends of the extreme. Yeah. So you have like anti-vaxxers mm -hmm. and people who are like super pro-science and all of that who are both vegan. Mm -hmm. And then they're like getting in and now they're ha they have to be like, um, you know, like vetting people and, and making like doing heavy screening before letting people into groups because they're, they'll be like white supremacist, racist, you know, Nazis right. on there who are also vegans, Oh, it's like that which... guy that stormed the Capitol and then when he went to jail, he went on a hunger strike yes. because they didn't have the... They didn't have organic food. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're guy. right. Isn't that yeah. interesting? By the way... So weird. Hilarious uh, 
story, um, mm-hmm. I got, as you did, the, vac- the first round of the vaccine. Yes. And I, I got the Moderna one. Mm-hmm. And the Moderna one uh, can interact with fillers, and I get fillers in my face. <gasps> I looked like Martin Short no. in Pure Luck, the movie. If you've ever seen it, he had no. an allergic reaction to a bee sting. I was I knew that it could happen. I had read it. No. Yeah. And it was only the left side of my face. Oh. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my god. It was like it didn't hurt or anything and I knew that it was temporary and nothing to be scared of, yeah. but it was just like this is insane. Oh my god. <laughs> I I couldn't open I my left love eye. To see that. It was like Oh my god, Sue's that would have scared me to death. And isn't it weird that like just one side of my face, and I'm wondering if it's because of the side that I got the injection on. I don't know. Yes. Yes, it is. And it wasn't like... Isn't it so weird that the body works like that, where it really is like half of your body and like down the middle? Yes, it is. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. It's That's so weird to me. And really, I'm just dreading the second dose because if the first one oh. was that bad... Oh, Suze. It was not fun, but you, well, better than COVID. Right. And hey, that's what you yeah, get for being a vain piece of shit, getting fillers in your face like a weirdo. <laughs> but drink, but well, drinking organic. <laughs> yeah. I had the same shot. Face is still the same. So maybe I need some fillers. You got Moderna too? Yes. Oh, God. I'm so glad you didn't have any fillers. You would have been... Yeah. No. I, I didn't even t- know about that. If it happens for the second one, I will take a picture and show you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need to see that. Anyway. I mean, I've got I got fillers done a long, long time ago, but yeah, well, they're gone. Now. They're gone. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, clearly, <laughs> I need them back. you don't need them. Okay, uh, moving on. Maybe I do. What I feel like I definitely need, though, a to do more of that face yoga because really, I can't. E- oh my gosh, my face has become so asymmetrical because I, I I talk out of one side of my mouth just to balance it out. Because, look, we all do different things for vanity, I, you know? Yeah, but what uh, are you like doing? That's one I want to do. Face yoga. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't even count that. That just sounds nice. Yeah. And the, right. And then, um, uh, but what I do need is the, 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 the Botox in between my eyebrows because, holy crap, I cannot stop furrowing my brow. <laughs> I can't stop looking like permanently confused or mad. <laughs> Sarah is perpetually befuddled. Yes. Yeah. And I, I like, that's a big problem. Yeah, man. And like, I was talking to my mom about it or I was like noticing that my mom always does it. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is, we do this. This is a thing. Well, that's, huh. that's the beauty of the mom because whenever right. people are like, why would you get filters? I'm like, well, do you know fillers? I mean, um, you know, my mom, she's very youthful and looks great. But, like, you know, she, we're thin people. We look like Skeletor. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> you are thin people. You know. So, like, you got to, like, pump the jams up in there or else I will look scary like an actual skeleton. And nobody... <laughs> this is for you guys that I'm doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You know. And when you this look at your mom, you can see... worried. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. You need to... In fact... When I was in therapy and I mentioned how I write to the prisoners, but, you know, I quickly mm-hmm. qualified that it was for my research and not just like, I'm not one of those prison... For funsies. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm so glad you said that because I was afraid you would have seen my face like look 
uh, um, appalled <laughs> when you first said it. Because you guys really do have to bluff a little bit. Like, you can't react too much. Yeah. Right. Well, honestly, because like, you, you start to kind of, nothing really makes you react. Because it's like, oh, right. Okay. You know, but some things people say are more unusual. Yeah, you're in love with a roller coaster. All right, sure, that sounds good. Right. You know, yeah. Some things are are. It's more almost like when the things I I were is like when I have a a personal connection to it, or like you know, it's like right that too, or something where you're like, oh, you know. Yes. But yeah, I gotta tone the face down. I gotta like. Yeah, you gotta immobilize the muscles. I always say when I go in there. I want to look taxidermied. I don't want to look... You know, it is weird how you start to almost want to look like, oh, I read this great article in the New York Times about the beauty industry. And it was about, um, like, you know that girl, Addison Ray. I think she's a TikTok woman. Yes, yes. (laughs) And she's one of the number one accounts. And she's real cute and beautiful, all that. And now she has a beauty line. And they were sort of using her as a way to examine the broader beauty industry and the Kylie whole thing and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how it's so interesting how now it's being framed as sort of like an extension of the wellness and self-care world mm-hmm. but they still kind of have to tap into our insecurities oh yes and so they sort of instead of saying it's like self erasure it's more like self enhancement i think that's the f- the way that they try to frame mm-hmm. it as like you're beautiful as you are, but like if you want to express yourself or oh my god, which yeah. I agree with, like you should be able to do makeup and whatever you want to express who you believe you are. But the industry is rife with this, like you're not enough language, right? But then they yeah, try to let's like not hide pretend it. that we're not just like trying to like not look old and <laughs> right. At least I admit it. Because well, right. they talked about Trying how, in a certain way, we've all wised up about it, and so they have to reframe the message. But the the essence yeah. is still the same: that smoothness, like lack of pores, blemishes, or body hair, and then like <sighs> thinness and firmness and youth are still the ideal. Right. And even when you have an account, let's say it's um, somebody who embraces the body positivity thing and like the fuller figure, they're allowed like to have a fuller figure, but then they still need to be all the other things, smooth Mm -hmm. and young and firm or whatever, you know? Oh, God. Like we're, it's, everything's the same, but different. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and it's, it's, we're, we're fighting biology here. There's, it's, there are, are things that we look at that our our instincts our our drive to procreate that is like something we can't control says yes that is a sound choice of a mate right and then we go i like that or yes look at that that looks like you know if i had that then i would be more desirable for mating yeah. We're not consciously thinking this, but that's it. That's all we're doing. Yeah, it's evolution. So we can't pretend that looking at something that isn't, um, that has the opposite effect, that look that it, that signals or, sign, or, or sends a, our brain the message that this would not be good for procreation, would be, ex- would be interesting to look at or would be what we would like. And We're it, designed to not. It be just like, mm, gets internalized. No. It just does. It does. We can't help it. Yeah. We can't 
Help it. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, and what made me think of this article was how you, when you see Instagram face everywhere, then yeah. you do start to think of that as beautiful and, yeah. um, that sort of plastic cat look. And then you really have to be discerning and be like, wait a minute, do I actually think this is beautiful or have I just internalized right. that message? It's hard because though. I feel like it's going to be like, um, I, you know, it would be nice to think that maybe however long from now we might really be into people who don't have anything done. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like everything sort of goes in a circle. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know Social that. media cha- has changed right. a lot of those cycles Yeah, of things and trends. And I don't know. It's just particularly bad for, for women, of course. Yeah. And... I did hear on, a, on um, uh, another podcast that men's makeup sales is up. Yes. Because of Zoom? Because of Zoom? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're just getting like a tiny little taste of self-awareness and feeling inferior that women feel constantly every second of every day. And, uh, right. And you know, the, um, oh God, that seems dangerous because like, now you have everybody feeling like that. Right. We need to fix that. <laughs> We're all a mess. And, you know, yeah. you can see it play out even like when women get old, they're discarded and ignored and kind of criticized like, oh, she looks old, whatever. But then if they do get plastic surgery and fillers and all that stuff, then it's like, oh, you've oh. gone too far, honey. No. Right. And this... What is she trying to take to get her youth back? Doesn't she know she's not young anymore? Like you blah, cannot blah. win. Mm-mm. And I do feel sad about that. That no matter what you look like, you're not going to be. And as soon as I do a tweet that's controversial to a certain group, like when I did the Joe Rogan tweet a while ago, mm-hmm. that brought out all of his bro fans, you're that's stupid. the first thing they go for. And if they can't say you're ugly, then they'll say you are fake. You look like, you know, <laughs> you have fake stupid. tits or. Whatever. Right. Or if they can't say you're dumb, then they go to your looks or whatever. And it's just, you can't avoid it. Mm-mm. There's no woman that would be, oh, well, we can't say anything bad about her. She's perfect. Right. And people oh, do gosh. that to the Kardashians, you know, like they idolize them, but then they're mad that it's all plastic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I definitely do. And I'm trying to, it's like, also that uh, uh what is the what is the word called uh schadenfreude oh yeah schadenfreude like, mm-hmm. like where you just want them to well it's like not what happened with Brittany. Well. like we put her in a pedestal oh god and then we like revel in her collapse in 2008 mm-hmm. like cuz i really in some ways do feel bad for kim kardashian okay why i just feel like That there's, is she happy? Right. 
I don't see it. I couldn't imagine being fulfilled in that environment. I couldn't imagine either. Maybe she is. Um, I do love that they're such a close family and that Mm -hmm. they all kind of stick together. I think that's a lovely thing. And maybe that helps that they have each other. Yeah. But I can't imagine that that's a healthy environment. Yeah. Because it's like, it it keeps feeding into itself, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have one who's getting all the attention, then we got to like... You know, nobody from nobody's going to be like a a nurse, or if you're in that family, you're not going to like be like a. Oh, I'm just I'm going to be a, a, a elementary school teacher. No, you're not. No, you're not. Who's right? Well, nothing is that? free. Like you can't, you cannot have it all. So if you have a billion dollars because right. you're Kylie and you're on TV, but then what do you lose? What is it? What's the cost? More money, more problems. I mean, really. Yeah. Her life isn't normal. No. Or peaceful. I would not want that life. But yet is everybody is envious of it. Right. That's why? why we watch these shows. It's like, but it's like, I feel like you get past a point, because don't you feel like the older you get, the less envious you get of those lives? Yes, for me, I do. For me too. Yeah. And I, I would, if you ask my mom, she doesn't give a fuck about those lives. Well, and just the small taste that we had being on TV of the, oh yeah, the price you pay. That I don't want that's it. enough. Mm. I don't want to know enough. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I do always joke about how when you're in our shoes, like on reality TV, like we were. That you mm-hmm. get a lot of the bad stuff, but like you're not getting rich and you know truly no. famous. <laughs> like the perks no. don't come with it. Like I remember being in LA once and uh, being in line to get into some club, and people in line are like coming up to me and they're like, yeah. "Oh my god, can I take a picture with you?" But you can't and get in. And then I like, no, I couldn't get exactly. In. <laughs> That's what exact that encapsulates what I am saying. What a joke. And I'm not gonna like it's so dumb. And like so one time, I think you, I think it was you and Adam who like encouraged me to call right. to like make a reservation or something like that, like on our, but on like like basically call and pretend to be my own manager. Yeah, I fucked that up so. Bad. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, they. Were like, no, no, no. I do make Adam do that for me, and it works because he's British. Because he's British. It's so easy. Yeah, and he'll get, like, fancy reservations and stuff. So nice. Yeah, but for usually what the situation is with, like, when you're on The Real World or any dumb show like that, you yeah, have people yeah. that know who you are and like you or not, but then that's it. Like, that's I went it. back to work at Chili's, you guys. Okay? <laughs> yes, that's what I, I did. I Planet Beauty afterwards. <laughs> I'm waiting on One people my- who want my autograph. One of my favorite uh, 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 consequences of being on reality TV, um, when I was married and we went to go get homeowners insurance. Oh my god! For like, and it was that like was all like all encompassing. You know, it was like our car insurance and homeowner like all in one kind of thing. They did some like cert, or they like looked on like put our names online, or somebody who worked there like recognized my name. And so they Googled it 
and they said that they would couldn't insure me because I was too. I, I, I held a, a risk, and like for example, and this is the example they gave, and I was like, uh, "I'm sorry, what?" Uh, they said, <laughs> "Yeah, like somebody might uh, feel like if they got into a car accident with like Leonardo DiCaprio, that they oh might be God. able to get more money out of it." And I was like, "Wait, do you think I'm like Leonardo?" DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah, what are we saying here? <laughs> what are you? Tr- you know that this is not that. Like, nobody's trying to take an insurance claim out on your gal over here. Like, (laughs) you know, trying to, like, commit fraud by, like, rear-ending me or, like, slamming on their brakes in front of me thinking, oh, I'm going to get a big payout because Sarah from The Challenge (laughs) (laughs) just hit me with her Jeep. I don't think so. Right. Her her 2016 car. Yeah. Right. No. (laughs) This is the thing. Right, but we're also Sorry, not ma'am, allowed we can't to complain you. about You're too it. famous. What? Oh my gosh, that's really uh, weird. So bizarre. Do you feel that like was there's so more to the story? Like they just didn't want to do it for another reason? No, because because we did. We went to that was like it, it was like somebody there. I heard them say this, like, and they like called somebody over. Like they were like talking to somebody else there, and, and, or like you know. Well, let me get a supervisor. Yeah, we're sorry. We're not. And so we had to switch insurance companies. This is insane. Uh-huh. Welcome to the real world. So, yeah, right? <laughs> it's like so dumb. So dumb. Let's like, wind it down, oh Sarah. Oh, we learned so much today. We learned about Chef Boyardee. We really Origin did. story. Yeah, we're just, we learned that Sarah still does believe in mermaids. Possibly, maybe. The truth is out there. I just don't know. <laughs> and, you know, so, some women like tall, dark, and handsome. Some women like... Mm. <laughs> Wooden and... <laughs> right. And loop-de-loop. Yeah, so to each their oh, own. To each their own. I know what this woman likes, and that's a hotel room and not sleeping on the floor, so... Your, your gal's going to be coming at you next time from not yes. floor. And, you know, if you want to make people mad, take away their meat and their knitting patterns. Oh. Yep, that will make them angry. Oh, my God, so funny. And don't oh forget my. about Susie's obsession with fillers and the price that she paid with the <gasps> Moderna vaccine. Oh, my gosh, and we want pictures the next time. Okay. All right, people, thank you for listening to this show. We love you. We love you. Leave a five-star review. Blah, blah, blah. And tell, tell a friend. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Did you know that everyone has an aura? Do you know what color your aura is? Maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green. You could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple. Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors. Mm-hmm.